Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. Hi, my name is Mary. I had heard about the benefits of CBD oil from a friend and decided to give it a try. At the time, we had both hit the menopause and had begun taking HRT to alleviate our symptoms. Unfortunately, we still had issues with our sleep quality and its duration. I've definitely seen a vast improvement in the last few months. I'm sleeping much better and hardly experience any sleep terrors. I would really recommend trying CBD oil in conjunction with your HRT. And if you would like to get your hands on some CBD oil, I have a very special offer for you from our show sponsors, Greenheart CBD. They're offering all Opinions Matter viewers and listeners a very special 20% discount on all uh, CBD products from their website at greenheartcbd.ie. So all you have to do is to go onto their uh, website, you... uh, Pick whatever you do, whatever product it is you'd like to buy, uh, and they've a huge range as well, by the way. And then at checkout, you use the promo code Podcast Twenty Twenty Two, and when you do that, um, you will immediately get a twenty percent discount. So once again, you go to GreenheartCBD.ie. Uh, Pick whatever products you want to buy, go to checkout, and you'll get an instant 20% discount just by using the promo code PODCAST2022. So what do we want to talk to you about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? Well, a recent podcast, we uh, discussed... The concerns of one woman uh, after witnessing a heroin addict heavily pregnant in one of Dublin's maternity hospitals. And after that show uh, aired and was podcast, a lady called uh, Jade got in touch with us to tell us her story of being a drug addicted baby when she was born. Um, Jade, you're very welcome to Opinions Matter. Thank you. I appreciate it. Jade, firstly, what was your reaction when you uh, heard that podcast, uh, that recent podcast? I was quite upset because the way I felt is that my mum was a heroinist and the fact is that I was born with, you know, heroin in my system. And I turned out to be an absolutely amazing child. Uh, I've got my own child now. The person that is doing that, it's it's... It happens, okay? And oh, these, these babies are born, like my siblings were born as well, like that. But I'm looking at me and my siblings. We were born with that in our system. We were put into care, fair enough. But it annoyed me because, like, yeah, this, I, I get it. I do get it. It's going to happen, but you don't know what that, that person is going through, if you get what I mean. And, okay, you're, you're talking about how your mother was a heroin addict and she gave birth to you and your siblings and they, were they all the same? Were they all born addicted to uh, heroin like yourself? Yeah, the, the only thing is, like, yeah, we were all wore, we all weaned off it and we were put into care. Uh, the only person, like, we all got to see her except for my brother. So, hard to explain... It's just, I'm trying to convey it. So, you were born, and I understand you were later told you were one of the first cases like this in the whole of Ireland. You were born a drug addict. Basically, yes. Because your mother was an active user while she was pregnant with you. Yeah. And 
when I was born, that is fine. Like, I am, I'm more likely to get addicted to drugs and stuff like that, which I know because of my mum, but obviously I wouldn't touch it. Okay, so because you were born with a drug addiction and yeah. you, you were weaned off those drugs, you basically have to stay away from a drug like heroin for the rest of your life or you'll become immediately addicted to it again. That or, like, any drug, like, hash, cocaine, anything, like, I, I can't. I literally can't because I know for the fact that it, it, it could turn into that. Okay, so let me ask you then. Uh, uh, we were talking yesterday about what should happen to uh, children born to a, a heroin addict, and a lot of people felt that those children should be taken into care unless the mother gets her act together and gets off the drugs and everything else. Oh, what I'm going to say to you right there, the child shouldn't be taken away unless it's, they need to be. Like If they're looked after, that is fine. But if they're not, it's like the child shouldn't be taken away straight away. Like, I, I don't think it should. You know what I mean? Like, I was I was three when I was taken away, but I, do, I don't feel the need if they're able to provide for the child and able to get help and certain types of help. I get that. But I don't think, like, the child should be taken away straight away because I was put into care when I was three. Now, there was reasons for that. But sorry, Jade, for cutting across. Let me just ask you a question because we've been speaking off air as well about your story. Um, you were, obviously, it was three years of age when you were taken into care. Now, you obviously don't remember uh, being uh, three and under, but your mother was on heroin while she was raising you from the age of zero to three. Is that correct? Yes. And... As I said, you don't know whether or not you were neglected or not from the age of zero to well, three. I'm sure you can't remember. But did she do, do you know if she did a decent job bringing you up from a baby to the age of three? From what I know, no. And that's the reason I'm fostered. But I will say one thing that like my mom did try her best. And that's the thing with heretics, like they do try their best. And they like... They want to get clean. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's hard for them. Obviously, in your mother's case, she didn't. No. Because I've just gotten a message in from somebody and I, I want to read what it says and, and I want to get your reaction to it, okay? Uh, that woman sounds like she's excusing mothers being on drugs while pregnant, saying uh, that we don't know what they're going through. Are you trying to excuse mothers on heroin who are pregnant? No, not at all. Not at all. Like, my mother had an addiction and, yeah, to be honest, I hate her for, for a very long time. Took me a very long time for, to forgive her, so I'm not excusing that. That it, like, mm-hmm. it, there's no question about it. Like, but at the same time, you know, they're going through as well in their life, and I'd rather give someone the chance to get their act together. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. It does make sense. Uh, but I'm just, I'm just curious to know, in your situation, you were fostered from the age of three. Okay, so that yeah. was obviously because your mother was just not able to uh, care for you. I understand that she has since passed away. Did you have any yep. relationship with her as you were growing up? I actually did, believe it or not. Um, the social workers and my foster parents were actually amazing about it. My mum, depending on her, and I hate to say it, her addiction, she'd turn up to visit. She wouldn't, like, obviously depending. And with that, my foster parents and social workers made sure I wasn't upset because they knew how much I loved my mum. Um, they were very careful to... Like, if she wouldn't turn up to one visit, then I'd I'd be upset. And then, you know, my foster mom would look after kind of that scenario. 
like I at the age of 15 I realised my mum was never getting off drugs and that was for me to realise but I wish like people would give them the chance like I get the fact people are upset like these babies are born with like heroin system everything else I was but they still deserve a chance. Can I ask you a question again? This is something you wouldn't remember. You Nobody know, remembers the day you were born. But have you heard since from, you know, uh, from professionals or from, from whoever of how you were when you came out of your mother's womb? You obviously came out, and this I've seen videos of this, uh, Jade. It's terrific to see. You came out of your mother's uh, womb with cold turkey, right. with cold turkey, basically, you were addicted right. to you were addicted to heroin coming out of the womb, and I've seen videos of babies having awful, awful tremors. Have you been told since, or do you know, um, what the early stage of your life was like, what the first couple of months were like while you were? And uh, I never thought we'd be uttering these words, Adrian, on this podcast. You were a baby addicted to heroin. That just there's so much wrong with that. Mm. But have you been told, or do you remember how bad things were? No, because I was very shielded from it by the South workers and my foster parents. Um, no. And let me ask you uh, this question then. Are you angry or were you angry um, that your mother brought you into the world in that way? That's actually a very good question because when the legislation came in about, you know, abortion, everything else, I would have understood if my mum couldn't have me. Mm-hmm. I was I was angry at the sense that like how would I put it I was so angry at the fact that I didn't get a normal life I was told I was special like you know it was just it was in school I I was different I was angry at that sense but at the same time my mum was my mum she will always be my mum regardless mm. of what she has done what she did I know she tried she tried her best and unfortunately it just it didn't happen you know. Yeah, and uh, you, you're very compassionate. You're very understanding, considering from from what I'm hearing, you were in foster care from the age of three, didn't yeah. have a particularly normal upbringing, and yet you feel such compassion towards your mother. I feel compassion because this woman did her best. She failed, and I hate to say that word, but she did. She failed. But I know she loved me and she did, like, she tried. What did she I, try? You it. say she tried. What did she try? She, she tried to, to get off the drugs. She, like, I'll give you one story, like, she ended up getting arrested. And, like, that was the, the one thing I would still remember to this day is that she was in constant contact, constant, constant contact this whole time she was in prison. i get the phone call. i get, like, you know, written letters, everything else. One day I was sitting at the end of the stairs going, waiting for the call, it never came. That's what I knew. I was 15. That's when I knew she's not going to get off the drugs, but she's still my mum. It's just, I don't know what it is, but I, I was the firstborn. I have this, this bond with her that I just, I couldn't shake, I suppose. And I think, like, every person that is on drugs or whatever, they should be given the opportunity to get help. And if they don't seek that help, fine. Can I ask you a question, Jade? Um, yeah. And by the way, one of the other things, um, I've been looking at your Facebook page before we came on and stuff, and you are now a mother yourself. And one of the things, Adrian, I think that she wanted to get across, wasn't it, that even though you didn't have the best start in life, um, you have now made a great life for yourself. But let me ask you a question. Did your mother ever apologise for what she put you through? Yes, she did. 
Yes and no. Um, okay. The way she would apologise was giving me gifts. You know, me and my, my siblings' gifts and stuff like that. And there's a, the last time I ever seen her, uh, she was actually in my foster mother's house. Like, I was walking past the bus stop. Um, I called her and she turned around, brought her into my foster mother's house and we had a chat. And she looked at me, she was like, I've nothing to give you. I was like, ma'am, I don't want anything. You know what I mean? Because she felt bad. She never apologised, but in her own way, she, she tried to make up with gifts. You know what I mean? And I'm like... Yeah, I just find it hard to believe that she put you through so much. And she did. And I know blood is thicker than water and all that. And she's your mother and you love her um, unconditionally. And that's what love is, isn't it, Adrian? You love a family member unconditionally. But... Like, would it have killed her to actually turn around and say, listen, Jade, I made your life hell. You shouldn't have been put in foster care from the age of three to the age of whatever it was. Was she an active addict until the day she died? Yeah, she was. And the thing is, like, she she kept promising me, you know, that she'd get off it and, like, all this kind of stuff. But the reason I am who I am today, and I have to say, is a couple of my foster parents, they, they took me in when I was five and... They respected my mom. They they brought me up as the person I am today with everything. Like it's it's being cares hard, but it's even worse having a mom that's promising you the the stars, the moon, the sun, and can't deliver. You know. Mm. So does that not make you angry? It does, but at the same time, I feel like I should forgive her because she had a tough life growing up. Like I. You know, I've gotten the history of my family. She had a tough life growing up, so I wouldn't just put it on her. I'd put up on her upbringing as well. So I feel like it's going back to, like, obviously family and family and family. You see, the, the reason I'm asking these questions is a lot of people listening to this now are uh, thinking to themselves, I would do anything for my children. Okay, And we all would do anything for our children. And a lot of people won't be able to understand how your mother, with three children, wasn't able to get off drugs in order to protect and care for her children properly. Do you understand why people might get angry over that? I completely understand that, but like the drugs take over. And that's it. Like, you you can't see a way out. It's like, okay, and I don't don't want to annoy your listeners, but what I'm going to say, it's like, it's not the exact same thing, but I'm like, people with depression, it's not the exact same thing, but it's, if you have depression and you can't get out of that bubble, heroin is a complete, like, higher than that, but, like, you fall in the same pattern. Like, my mum, my mum went over to America, got off and came back straight in the same pattern. Like, it, it, it's hard. Okay, so the, uh, I do detect, though, a little bit of anger. Yeah, no, I, I still love my mum regardless. Mm, okay. Um, um, and, still, you know, the, the, the good part of this story is that life has turned out for you okay. Uh, you, because you were fostered, you got a fairly stable upbringing. Is that right? I had an absolute amazing upbringing. I got trips to America every summer. I got spoiled run. Like, my foster parents are they're amazing. And I've got my own child now. And what I will say is that if I wasn't fostered, I could be on the streets doing drugs. Mm. I, I, I could be or, just... Or, or worse, by the way, or worse. Um, or worse. I could be dead. Yeah. yeah. I could okay, be dead. So, like, <clears throat> so the system for you worked. You were fostered, you had a great upbringing, and now have your own. Yeah, but it, like, it doesn't work for that, like some kids in the system either, you know? No, I'm aware of that, but it does work for some, so it is good to hear that it worked for, in your situation. Stay there for one second if you can, please. Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Yeah.
you know, we were talking about how uh, your life has improved. Uh, you're, you've had a good life. Tell me where you're at now. You're, you're 30, is that right? I'm 30, yeah. And how is life today? Life is absolutely fantastic. I have my own child. I have a partner. I have my own home. And I'm so proud of the woman I am today. Now, I don't forget my mom, and I knew, like, what happened with her. But give them, like, give, I wouldn't say addicts a chance, but, I'd like, I'm happy I was fostered. It could have been worse for me, and I know that. But some of them are trying to get their lives together. And some of them do. I've got friends that have had parents get their act together and actually become a family. And they deserve that chance. Okay, and that's really the point that you were trying to get across, despite the fact that your mother didn't uh, get off the drugs. uh, She was always a part of your life. Um, You can empathise for where she was at in her life. And you're saying that everybody in that situation deserves a chance. If they don't uh, live up to that chance, well then... Um, what happened to you will happen to uh, other children, but you believe that they do deserve a chance. They really do, because look, there may be lost cases, there may be good cases, depending, but they all deserve a chance. I don't think that someone should judge someone for being a drug the child, everything else. They do deserve a chance, and it's just, I feel in my heart, and maybe it's just because of my own, not even selfish ways, but... I feel like they genuinely all deserve a chance. Uh, if people want to come and talk or if anyone's best in, I don't mind. All right, but that's very decent of you. I have to say, looking, Jade, looking at you, and I'm not creeping on your Facebook page or anything, but I was just looking at some of the you totally photos. Are, no, you totally <laughs> are. Okay, no, but I was just no, because I like to get a handle on who I'm talking to, and I'm just looking at a couple of your photographs, and I can tell from your photographs your world is your little daughter's beautiful little girl. Um, that she is your world, and it seems that you you do everything just to. To, to make her happy and to give her a good life. And I suppose what happened to you um, has made you more determined uh, to make sure that your daughter has a great life. Well, actually, Jeremy is saying that now I was spoiled rotten as a child, like in foster care and everything else. Yeah, it is. But also, I want her to learn manners and everything else. And yeah, I want her to have a great life. And she will know about her nanny when she's old enough. Mm. But right now, her, her, yeah, her, uh, her granddad and grandma are not a very granddad over. You know what? Drugs, I'm stating the obvious here and people don't need me to say this, but drugs have ravaged so many Irish Irish families. They really have. They've torn families apart. It's it's miraculized. I'm not even going to lie. Like, my siblings right now, they're doing their own thing. We've, we've met, like, we met up during visits, all this kind of stuff. My younger sister was at my daughter's christening. The second eldest said she was going to go, didn't make it. My brother didn't go. Like, it's just, we do our own things now. Mm. And I just, I wish them a happy life. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it kills me. I can't be in, like, be in contact with them, but it just... Well, Jade, I, I, I have to say, I really appreciate you uh, speaking to us. I'm delighted for you that your life is going uh, well. The system did work for you and you've come out uh, the other side. And I really appreciate you talking to us on Opinions Matter. OK, I really appreciate talking to you guys, by the way. Bye bye. Thanks, Jade. There you Thanks, go. Jade. In all the years we've been doing radio, which is, what, 20, 
Longer. How long is it? A long time. 28 years. It's probably about 28 years. We have never, and in fact, I've never even heard an interview on any radio station of a, he's speaking to someone who was born a heroin addict. Just think about that for a moment. That lady we were just talking to, very brave coming on, wasn't she? Um, Was born addicted to heroin. It's just... Mm, it is shocking. Anyway, By the way, she's not alone. Uh, no, she's not. She's we, not. We, we already mentioned on a previous podcast, 113 children every year are born in that way uh, in Ireland. Anyway, thanks very much indeed, um, Jade. If you've enjoyed this podcast, or even if you haven't, please hit subscribe or follow, and you'll be notified the next time we upload another podcast. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.